Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study the Navi Malachi, that is the Prophet Malachi, Malachi, chapter 2a. That's the first portion of chapter 2 that we will study together today. Because chapter 2 has several different themes, um, I'm going to, and, and it's um, um, a little bit long, I'm going to divide it into uh, two portions. The... Um, Last chapter that we studied together, of course, was Malachi 1, and in it we learned of the cynical and disrespectful attitude that the people had, largely as a result of their disillusionment. They saw that the Second Temple and the Second Temple period, the time within which they lived, the early Second Temple period, was a time when rather than this glorious, lofty, beautiful, wonderful uh, redemption that had been predicted by the earlier prophets that the people were hoping for. Instead, they were impoverished, they were surrounded by enemies, they were under the oppressive uh, uh, um, rule of the Persian kingdom. All of these things just was completely the opposite of what they expected, and the people had descended into a a kind of a depressed mood and and didn't take it seriously the temple they didn't take it seriously the temple just became kind of an afterthought instead of bringing um, sacrifices to God that were um, honorable they brought whatever sick animals they had in their um, <clears throat> flock they would bring them as sacrifices and the priests didn't lead them Appropriately, the priests, rather than teach them to respect what they had and teach them that even if it seemed and appeared humble, this is still the seeds of the redemption. This is still God's relationship with us. And God told us in chapter 1 that your very survival, the very fact that you're here despite all of the suffering and despite all of the punishments, unlike your enemies who were once great but never managed to exist, never managed to uh, re habilitate and restore their nations after they were destroyed especially the, specifically the nation of Edom the descendants of Esau were destroyed and gone and disappeared and never to return while you despite the exile are back even if it's small even if it's humble you're still back you're still here um, this is the issues these are the themes of Mal Malachi 1 Malachi 2 continues with the words of God but the part that we're going to discuss today specifically focuses on the Kohanim, on the priests themselves. Um, and states as follows, And now, this, this mitzvah, this commandment, this that I am speaking to you now, I'm speaking directly now, and I'm directing my attention to you, the Kohanim, the priests. We, we are going to... Um, focus here on how this attitude of cynicism, this attitude of lack of respect, this attitude of, of disillusionment, both comes from bottom up, from the people to their leaders, and from the leaders down. And in this case, we're going to specifically focus on the Kohanim, the priests, who are the priests at the temple, and they themselves didn't take the temple of God seriously. They themselves didn't take their service and most importantly, their role as religious leaders. They were meant to inspire. They were meant to teach the people. 
the, all these ideas, the ideas that everything is, is, is how, how important this relationship with God is, despite the fact that it may not look or seem that great, that attitude of respect should have been something that the Kohanim led the people with. But instead, they led them, they didn't lead the people at all. They, um, the, they, they fostered an attitude of disrespect. And that's what we're going to be reading about. So let's continue verse 2. If you do not pay attention, if you do not listen, these are the key words, and you do not place, uh, literally that means you do not place it on your hearts, meaning you don't take your role seriously. If you don't take yourself seriously and your position seriously and your role as an interlocutor Luther between the people and God. Watate kavod lishmi, and your 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 purpose is to give honor to my name with whatever you have, even if the temple isn't that grand and beautiful as you hoped it would be. But it's still your place to demonstrate how to honor God. That's what you should be teaching the people. Amar Adonai Tzvos. This is what God says. If you don't listen, if you don't pay attention, tosimu aleib, pay attention. Then vishilachti bachem, I will place against you et hameira the curse. Vioroti et bichosechem, I will make your blessings become a curse instead. Vigam orotia, and indeed I have already done it. I have already made your blessings into a curse. Ki enchem somim alev, because you don't pay attention. This is key here, and we'll see this through these next few verses. As we studied together today, it's enchem somim alev. You don't pay attention. You don't take it seriously. You don't respect your own role. So of course you don't foster a atmosphere of respect with others. Many commentaries point out that Malachi here deliberately um, uses this language v'orotiet b'chotechem. I well Malachi of course. God, through his prophet Malachi, deliberately says your blessings, and we're all familiar with the, with the text of the blessings that the Kohanim, that the priests gave the people, God will bless you and God will guard you and so on, that we see throughout these, um, these, these chapters here, we see how God flipped those, those blessings into a curse. The Oroti, I have made into curses, your blessings. And I want to go through this because it's, I would say it's kind of beautiful, but it's not. It's more, it's very, it's, it's the opposite of beautiful. It's, it's frightening how God takes those blessings and flips them into a curse. If we look at chapter 2, verse 7, we're about to read this, but I'm going to point it out now and we'll get to it soon, where he says, um, the lips of a Kohen, Yishmeru, guard knowledge. And remember, Yivarechacha Hashem V'yishmerecha. There he uses that term V'yishmeru. And then he says, ki, in verse 9, which we'll also get to soon, Ki enchem, ki asher enchem shomirim et rachai. You do not shomir, you do not keep my ways. And then it continues, Yo'er Hashem ponav elecha v'chuneka. We see how... In chapter one, in verse which we just read, we see the wor- the, the words um, ponim. We said Yisah Hashem ponov elacha, and now he's saying, should I 
lift should I honor your faces should I lift you up should I raise your profile and, and, and in other words no it won't be but rather God asks um, we see how um, so repeatedly we see these um, these uh, um, where it says God will yoer will uh, bring light, and we say over here we just read in this pasuk vigam orotiha. Instead of the the or of light, it's orotiha. It becomes turned into a curse. We see um, uh, <clears throat> uh, we see in verse ten, chapter one, which we read in the last in the last one, we see. Um, how how God said, "Lota iru mizbechi chinam," where he uses instead of the chuneka, bichuneka, and he will and he will grant you grace and he will grant you um, mercy. It's los iru mizbechi chinam. Do not bring curses upon my mizbechinam for for free for nothing for not. So we see repeatedly the terms of the blessings. There are more, but. And leave that aside now. The point is that Malachi is trying to drive home the point that God is going to turn the blessings that the priests are supposed to be a source of, are supposed to give to the people, and God is going to turn them into curses instead. I am going to um, uh, go air means to to I'm going to place a ban or excommunicate to some extent. The the I'm going to destroy. Your children doesn't necessarily mean he's going to kill them, but he, I'm going to banish them from being um, from being priests in the future. Because this is something that the Kohanim take pride in, that they and their descendants will continue in this lofty role. God says, because you're not keeping it, I am going to be goer lochem. I am going to destroy them. I will throw disgusting um, dung upon your faces. Peresh chagechem. The peresh chagecham, the disgustingness of your holidays. You lead the the services of the holidays in your temple in your shul. It, to me, it's like peresh. God says it's like disgusting dung. V'nasa etchem elav, and um you, and 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 the 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 the, uh, the dung, the heap, uh, the pile of of dung will carry you towards it. That's where you're going to end up. You'll end up on the pile of dung. The uh, this remind us this perish chagechem this I want to remind you of the moadechem son onafshi which we saw in Isaiah chapter one fourteen I have hated your chagim I hate your holidays the holidays which are supposed to be the pinnacle of the time of closeness between the people and God God says they're disgusting to me like dung because of the way you treat me with a lack of respect. Vidatem and you will know kishilachti alechem at the mitzvah azot. It is I, God says, that has sent to you this commandment. I have told you how you're supposed to behave, and you're ones that are not listening. Liot priti at Levi. I did this because I wanted to keep my covenant with Levi. I wanted to keep that special promise, that special relationship I have with the priests. But you do not respect it. Amar Adonai Tzvoh says the Lord God. Priti haita ito. My covenant, my agreement was with him. And what was that covenant? It was hachayim vihashalom. 
it was life itself and shalom and peace. We know from the story of Pinchas, and the, where it says in Inino, Tain Lachad Briti Shalom, I am giving uh, him through Pinchas, I am going to create this covenant of peace. We know that Aaron was famous for his quality of bringing about peace between people and others. This is the role of the Kohen. By, by fostering a, an environment of respect between the people and God, one, the, the Kohanim also foster an environment of respect between people and other people, which is Shalom, which is Chaim, which is peace, which is life. And also, and that is in the, in the best situation, but at least also gave him, where does that peace and life come from? It comes from the Mora. It comes from the respect, the awe that one has from God. And they had fear for me. They had that awe. And it was from my name that he had this, um, this reverence, this, 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 um, this respect. However, that's what Levi had. Torat emet Because he had such respect. And because he respected Chaim life. And because his goal was to bring about Shalom peace. Therefore he spoke a Torah of truth. This is key. Truth is the bedrock of Chaim, Shalom, and Mora. He, no, no bad deeds were found in his lips. He did not speak of bad things. He did not speak of how he was going to hurt others and how he was going to lie to others. He, went, he walked with me, God says, with shalom and peace, in a straight path, not a crooked path. He said what he meant and he meant what he said. And through this behavior, through this relationship, that the Kohen had. And this is key. When one looks at the religious leadership and sees that the goal of the religious leadership is to bring about Chaim, life, shalom, and peace. When the religious leadership actually respects God and has Mora and fears God and therefore teaches a Torah that is the bedrock of this Torah is truth. He doesn't lie. He doesn't twist things to make himself look good. And when he speaks, he speaks about good things and proper things. And he goes with God in a straight path. What's the result? That is how he brings the public. He brings the public away from sin. The key here is, is that it's telling us the role of a coin is not to bring sacrifices technically exactly the correct way. Well, of course, that's important to do things the way it's properly commanded. But the point is, V'rabim heshiv me'avon. To foster an environment of respect so that when people come, they look at God, they're in awe of God, they fear God, they respect God, and they know and they understand that ultimately what God wants and what God will be the source of is Chaim and Shalom. If a Kohen, if the leader would lead us that way, then the ultimate result would be Virabim Heshiv Me'avon. That is what Malachi is telling us. Then they will bring people away from sin and bring people back and closer to God. Because why? It is the lips of the Kohen. When the lips speak no avla, when they speak no evil, when the lips speak Torah, when they speak a Torah which is full of truth, when they speak like we just said, then then they, then they 
are a guarantor. They guard knowledge within the people. And then the Torah, then when people see that the Torah they teach is a Torah emet, yivakshumi pihu, they go to that Kohen, they go to that religious leader and they ask him, please teach us this Torah. We want it from you. Because then they can see that that person is a, is a messenger of God himself. They see that that person who speaks the Torah of truth and speaks in an honest way, that's the person who we want to learn from. It's not coincidental, of course, that Malachi, who is, who is, the, the, that is the name of this prophet, Malachi, who's speaking these words, uses the term when he refers to a religious leadership as a Malach, as a messenger of God. The key thing here is that he's saying that this Kohen who teaches Torah, whose job is to teach Torah and to teach the people how to live, is not necessarily a prophet. But because he speaks truth and because his goal is Chaim and Shalom, because he goes Mishar with Yashrut, with straightness, with appropriateness, therefore he is a Malach Hashem Tzavakos. It is also important to remember that Malachi knows that he's speaking to people who very soon after Malachi is gone will not have a prophet who will speak the word of God because God directly spoke to him. But he's saying people will still have someone to go to that's Torah Yavak Piyu because that person will speak a Torah Emet. Those people can exist and will exist even after prophecy is gone. But you, you go on him now, you priest now, you have went away from that path. Instead of teaching a Torah, MS, a Torah which will draw people closer, you caught, you used that same Torah, but you made it no more longer, no longer a Torah of truth. You made it a Torah which tripped people up. It was not a Torah which was Rabim Heshivme Avon, but it, which brings people back from sin. But it's a Torah which trips people up and sets them on the path of sin. Shichatem Brit Halevi. You have ruined, you have wrecked that special promise I made with Levi of Maradonai Svot, says the Lord God. <coughs> and therefore, I'm done with you, God says. I'm going to make you, people are going to look at you, instead of looking at you and saying, look, there's the Torah leader, a person we can respect and learn from. They're going to say, look at him. He's the coin. He's a nothing. He's a nobody. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't earn a living. He just, he just bilks off the people. He's dishonest. You can't believe him. Who is he? He's a nothing. He's a nobody. Why is that? Because you have no longer, you are no longer being the guardians of my proper path. And when you teach Torah, you are no say panim. You accept bribes. You are no say panim. You give honor to those people who you want to give honor to because of your own benefit. You don't look for Torah emet, the truth, but rather you're no say fanim. You treat the rich guy because he's rich. You treat the honorable guy because he's honorable, but you don't seek the truth. Your judgment, your Torah, your teachings are simply no say fanim, are being done in a way to um, aggrandize, to, to, um, to, uh, to flatter the, the honorable people in your society to, as a way of gaining flattery, as a way of gaining money, and so on. That such no, no say fun by Torah, I cannot tolerate, God says, and therefore the end result is you are going to be on the bottom. You are going to be nivze ushafel, you're going to be despicable, 
and vile in the words of the JPS translation. I'm going to stop here. This is Malachi, Malachi 2a. Looking forward to studying the rest of this chapter and the entire book of Malachi together. Have a wonderful day.